Let's make it happen, man. I'm, right. I'm excited for this, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I made it. <laughs> there you go. And you know, I didn't think why we did, wait, why we didn't do this months ago. I, bro, I just be, I be like, yo, nah, man, cool, have them on. I just it just be coming to me. I'm like, I had to think about this earlier, so that's my bad. So how how do we uh? So okay, on your end, um, there should be some arrows pointing up and pointing down, on the bottom left hand corner. That way, I, I believe you should be able to see both of us. And then towards the upper right, you should see the chat bubble. And then you click that, and you'll be able to see the chat as it comes okay, through. I see everything. Awesome. We in there. We in there. Okay. Let me just wait for this notification. Give me one moment. I got some of my uh my check global people. Okay. Some of my clients in the chat too. Right on, right on, right on. All right, I got the man. I got the uh the marketing genius, uh Mr. Darius Robbins, Mike Check Global. Yes, Brother, shout yourself out. Hey man, this is Darius with uh Mike Check Global, man. Um I'm just here to give y'all some insight on what goes on behind the scenes when you're looking or you're supporting your cousin, your friend, your, your, somebody you went to school with that wants to do this music thing, man. We're just here just to, you know, go behind the scenes really and just talk about, you know, what is really going on and how, like the title says, thirsty, um, these artists are, man. And, um, my experiences, I've been marketing, um, you know, uh, you know, musicians and businesses for going on nine years. And, you know, when it comes to our people, you know, black people, uh, we gotta, you know, when we hear this independent thing, we really gotta take it by the reins and really see, you know, how to do this thing. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, white man's, you know, ice is always colder you know what i'm saying when it comes to anything so i just try to you know put myself in a position uh where i could be you know a beacon of light to the people that want to do this thing independent you know what i'm saying uh shout out to all my clients that's you know tuning in to watch this because i'm gonna include this on our playlist man because uh the guy that <laughs> that i'm with right now man he's an og in this thing and he has a lot of wisdom too when it comes to the industry and um, you guys should listen to him as well. Do you do you still have the um those tales, the music tales on your yeah? On your I'm channel, a, I'm gonna re-upload those those uh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna re-upload those uh in a couple of days and before I hit the road. So. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> when I when I when I heard about you said the Neptunes yeah that like stole like some music oh, it's man, like, listen. oh no not the neptunes no it's not possible not yeah. those guys like yeah yeah bro that's the industry like like you know it's not all just oh you're gonna be this star oh this is the, the disney fantasy like no man like stuff goes completely wrong or what you didn't expect in this industry you, you gotta have your ear to the streets and you gotta understand what's going on so um that's what it is man I don't think people really have a firm grasp of what music and marketing and how they go hand in hand. Can you, yeah. in layman's terms, describe or explain what exactly is marketing and how it applies to uh, your field in the music business? So this is an iPhone, right? 
everybody knows what it is because of the commercials you've seen, um, the the press, the the, the publish the publishing of this product everywhere, right? That is marketing, the science of getting you to buy something. So that could be any type of product. It can be, um, you know, lined up with uh, branding, which is celebrities are using it or the Beats by Dre. You see all the celebrities using it. That is marketing. When it comes to music, though, music, you can't really sell it until the artist is at a certain significance of the brand to where it sells, which means they have to be popping. Their numbers have to be up. Um, They have to be in a position to where people are uh, following the bandwagon, so to speak. And that's where a lot of people get it twisted when it comes to the talent part, because talent, to be honest, can be manufactured, which means you can have writers, you can have producers, you can have you know, certain people press the button. I don't know how deep we want to go into the button pressers today. (laughs) Um, But um, it, you know, those things really determine your trajectory when it comes to um, your career and and marketing is basically the technique or the compilation of techniques to make it seem like it's happening organically or as nobody is behind the scenes puppeteering this thing you know what i'm saying it's a very nuanced um really so to speak sometimes i feel like a magician to be honest i'm not even gonna lie to you guys sometimes when i put certain words here and you know slide always talks about color magic and stuff like that all that stuff honestly propaganda all of that is what marketing is when you get to the real nitty-gritty that all those subtle things are um, where marketing is. I, I just get really, really deep, you know, into marketing because that's that's my life's uh, mastery, you know, so to speak. So, let me ask you this: there's there's marketing, then there's branding. And yeah. you, your in your eyes, what's the difference, or are they some somewhat the same? One, two of the two different heads of the same coin. Right. Um, so what I've understood branding is your status. I got that from Ty Lopez, even though Ty Lopez is a guru, which is, I call a fake guru. And, you know, he makes his money selling courses, but he was the one that really broke it down to me. Status means like you see me next to super slides, like, Oh, that gives him some weight. You see, you know, uh, me next to Boosie or somebody. It's like, oh, that's Mike Check Global. He next to this guy. Or, you know, uh, you know, uh, any celebrity wearing the Beats by Dre headphones, it gives it a status. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When um, you see a rapper with uh, Fendi or, I'm wearing Fendi, but MCM or just, you know, those type of brands, right? that brand gives status. So when you see somebody with a Rolex, um, with, um, you know, certain things, the brand represents a status symbol or a status rather in your life or in the hierarchy of the social, you know, paradigm that we, that we live in. Um, so when people say it's levels, it's levels. So, you know, um, that's branding marketing is an umbrella that 
branding is one of the, you know, anchors to to this this thing. Where marketing is, in my layman's terms, is the method to get a stranger to a customer, mm. like person who, because you might not know you need it, like the computer or the phone. You you might not know you need it, but the marketing is the magic on how to get somebody who is a complete stranger to a customer mm -hmm. and that all of those individual steps. And that's why I became a marketer is because our people, most of our people want to be entertainers. They don't want to, like, if you say you want to be an owner straight up, if you don't understand marketing, if you don't understand numbers or have somebody that looks like us, but they just say, you know what? I'm not going to be a musician because I, I was an artist. I see a need over here. Let me go full speed ahead over here. If we don't have that as a people, there's no way we can be independent. So that's why that's my main motivation to learn this stuff, because that's what when you do have an idea, this is how we can sell it and make things work. So this is how we compete with YouTube. And OK, we want to have our own independent platform where well, we need to market it. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to have, um, you know, a competitive edge to attract, you know, customer base. So that's, um, that's what that is. You, you know, sure. what's funny, everybody I've ever met in their field in the music business, we all started off as artists. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best way to learn the business. Even if you, you think you yeah. are the best of the, you know, rapper, singer, poet, dancer, whatever. I think that being an artist gives you insight because now you see how the, the machine really works. And then yeah. once you realize you're not going to be the artist you thought you were going to be, now it's like, okay, let me find an avenue which, you know, you know, uh, benefits my, my, my qualities and whatever. As everybody I've ever met in the business that's yeah. worth something, everybody was a former artist. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a, a rice of passage. You got to yes. be knocked down a bunch of times. And, you know, now you're like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I want to be a promoter i want to be a producer yeah you know, i want to be behind the scenes because you know you make probably you're going to make the most money yeah yeah <laughs> as yeah. well it's crazy but, it is it's yeah it's like that's how you, you earn your stripes almost to a certain to, to a certain extent you know let let me ask you um yeah. why is it on the indie scene marketing is not viewed as um important or as relevant you know because you get to you know you get to the mainstream the majors whatever that's part of your budget like you you, you request mm -hmm. like you have to have a certain marketing promo budget why do why do indie artists think they don't need it or feel they can circumvent and still get the same results um almost says slide like uh <laughs> nick taylor <laughs> nick taylor but slide slide <laughs> i want to be a star <laughs> I want to get the bitches. I want to get the cars. <laughs> nah, but for real, shout out Nick. But um, honestly, it, it, it's the, and this is why I, I, I love what you do, man. It's the court gestureship that is attractive because the court gesture, he was able to gain clout from getting the king's attention or being, you know, a, a, um, you know, being at the uh, behest or being associated with the king. So yeah. 
when the jester goes home, right, to the rest of the peasants or whatever, he's a super peasant. He's a jester. He has some clout. He can have trinkets. He can build his self-confidence up to the point where, um, you know, he can put these things on him to make himself feel bigger than what he is, which is the confidence part of the false sense of confidence. Um, that's what is attractive. So when it comes to the marketing, they're like, you know, man, I'm talented, bro. Like, what's this, what's this marketing stuff? Like, I, I, I'm dope. Like, everybody on my block say I'm dope. Like, I don't want to spend money on this. And, you know, I know we're going to get to the money part and all that. But, you know, when they find out that it's work behind it, that turns a lot of artists off because they're using the right side of their brain. They're not even understanding it's the part of the left side, which means, you know, going back to the theme of what we're talking about, indie means independent. But you have to have a team around you that's making this thing work. When you're, a, when you're signed to the major, they literally have a team. But when you're independent, it's more of a self-achievement. You know, I did this on my own, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had nobody. You know, that's the, what I consider the the, the, the negative to um, this independent game because they really want to be independent. Like, they really want to do their own marketing. Some people even want to produce their own beats, you know, record themselves, shoot their own music videos. I'm like, how are you going to shoot your own music video? Well, I got a tripod, bro. It's like, okay, there's going to be no movement, but that's just where we're at right now. It's the millennial. It's like a lot of the millennials have been raised to be selfish, you know, by the, uh, I don't know what generation that would be that raised the millennials. Gen X. But Gen X. So it's like, we were spoiled, man. I wasn't personally spoiled. I was one of the rare ones that my father was in my life. Uh, but he he was like, you, you're not going to be like the rest of these these kids out here. So, um, yeah, they, they, they don't they don't understand marketing because it, it's not flashy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's real work. You know, a lot of independent artists, they think they're going to get rich being an artist. And that is you know, bait for a lot of people, man. So let, let, let me ask you this in light of Karen civil versus Joyner Lucas, cause he paid her for marketing. Yeah. Does yeah, marketing yeah. get a bad rap, which is why indie artists don't feel it has value to them. That whole situation was very interesting because, um, the whole story was basically Joyner Lucas had a manager right. right that spent three hundred thousand five hundred thousand on him or something like that and then they only had fifty thousand dollars left so here comes karen civil you know she worked with this artist she worked with this artist which a lot of artists only like working with people who are next to other big artists mm -hmm. or names because mm -hmm. of the branding right but that can be manipulated. You know, if you're in a, in a, in a club all the time and you're just taking pictures with people, that's why I tell artists, these DJs are finessing y'all because all they got to do is take pictures with the celebrities in the DJ booth or around. They could just, they're, they're around everybody mm -hmm. all, all the time. 
that doesn't mean that they can market you or help you. But Jordan Lucas said, hey, you know, I got 50000 That's my last 50000 And that's a red flag. When it's somebody's last bit of money, that is the wrong. <laughs> you should not take that money. And he that had a baby some... on the way, too. So he was already equally stressed, like extra stress. Extra. So, so did he yeah. have an unfair expectation out of Karen? Or was he right to be like, no, I paid you for a service. I expected these type of results. Or, or can mm-hmm. marketing give you desired results? Or you just it's just the opportunity to get a result? Remember, remember I said that being a master marketer is part being a magician? Yeah. I really mean that. Because Karen is a broker. She doesn't do anything. She gets the money and she pays people to do certain things. That's right. That's right. So she's able to say, hey, you know, we do this campaign for such and such, but she doesn't even do anything with, you know, actual practical hands-on work. She's a, she outsources all mm-hmm. that stuff. So what happens is when you pay some of these hustle marketers is what I call them they can manipulate your numbers or manipulate what they say they're going to do and hype it up. Like I looked through, through their agreement. It was a lot of interviews and uh, DJ pools right. and all this other type of stuff, which if he wanted to interview, he could literally go, you know, get interviews directly. Or if he wanted to do DJs, he can go straight to DJs, but right. he wanted somebody to manage his whole 50,000, which I do that as well, but I'm very, very transparent on if you only have 50,000, we're, we're only doing, we're, we're going to maximize that budget. We're not going to do radio plus this, plus this, plus, you know, it's 5,000, $10,000 to be posted on DJ academics page. And you only got $50,000, you know, it's certain things that an honest marketer should tell an artist but the, this is the thing though i've come across a lot of artists that are okay with fake bot numbers if it looks real bro mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can fake the views fake the followers fake the streams they're okay with it if if it doesn't get removed i come across i've came across that well you, you know the that was birth basically because that came from the that's the same practice the labels did when they bought the artist album because everybody was fighting for the number one billboard spot of that week of their release so it's the same that culture that mindset i don't think will ever go away same thing here on youtube you have a lot of people that have bought followers and subs and shit like that so yeah I, i get what you're saying I my thing would be yeah it it it, it, that's never changed and it's I could mention one guy but I'm not gonna this is not about that but (laughs) that fake it to you has never gone away it's and it's not going to yeah it's never going to you know I'm a millionaire bro buy my course yeah right that that you're you're just saying it it sounds good (laughs) but you're not a millionaire (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when it when it comes to the Jordan Lucas and the Karen Civil thing, if he did his homework, he would see that um, 
a few other artists like Cameron had issues with her. Um, you know, uh, she took down like Hollywood Unlocks Instagram. Yeah, I believe uh, Jason is 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 it still Jason debating Lee. upon a lawsuit against her. Yeah, 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 because she has again, she's connected to bot farms. Bot farm. Man, I'm getting a little. No, no, talk about it. Deep. That's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, bot farms, and this is the channel for it. Bot farms, guys, are people who is two types of bot forms. Okay. There's one bot form where it's literally you have a brain computer that is making children kid computer servers, which create thousands upon thousands of accounts daily. These accounts are completely fake bot accounts that they can make look real. There are a lot of Instagram IG models that you think are real pages by real women, but they're not. They take an archetype of a woman and they CGI all of the pictures. I, I know you probably heard of something about that a year or two ago about whole IG model pages being yeah. fake. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because, you know, they're doing a lot of um, um, research on interactions between computers and humans and stuff that you know that goes into a lot of other other things but these bot forms they can you know comment on your you know page they can like they can um watch your story and they can reply to they're basically ai type of bots that they're creating so that's the one bot form the second type of bot form which would be not necessarily bots, but they are uh, like third world, like hubs of like, you know, people in, you know, somebody's apartment where it's like 30 different people in third world countries on phones. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're, they're doing all this stuff. So that's like a, a whole other thing. So Karen Civil has, I believe, both that can mass spam report anybody's account and get it removed. So she has access to those bot forms and bot farms. And that's how you can artificially increase somebody's streams, their YouTube. Uh, I talked to a guy um, who, you know, let me know that's how some YouTubers are blowing up because they get a whole bot farm situation <laughs> on their page and, the profile pictures look real. The names look real, real emails, subscribe, like the whole nine where you can literally fake an entire, basically kind of like what six, nine kind of did mm -hmm. when he went, when he went live on Instagram, he had like 2 million people that was like bot forms. Right. And he, you know, the baby hit like 30 million, 50 million streams in 24 hours, same deal. Mm -hmm. So, um, when we talk about marketing, and then being a magician, <laughs> like it's how good you can fake it sometimes. And a lot of artists that, you know, want to be in this position when they realize how fake the industry is, then it's like, oh, so that's how such and such is doing this and such and such is doing that. And I'm like, yeah, but if you, if you're trying to win in the industry, you're going to have to get your hands dirty and might not be in the way that 
the 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 way you see online where people are getting dirty but at some point you're going to have to get them dirty at some, at some point because it's either in the research you're going to get your hands dirty or doing something dirty and you to get to where you're at you're going to have to you know figure out your way to your success your path um in in your um in, in in your in your way of thinking, do you do you believe that indie artists actually, or just artists in general, do they have a grasp of how grimy this business is? Do they even do they even understand what it takes? No, <laughs> no, man, I I don't think artists really even understand ten percent because if if they did all that Illuminati talk, they would have took very seriously. All that we, everybody's seen it. Everybody's seen all the documentaries in 2010 or when I think that's when it was like at its peak, 2010, Mm -hmm. 2012, you know, especially with the 2012 conspiracies, everybody's seen it already, man. They're still doing the one hand over this. They're still doing that stuff, man. It's, It's not, nothing has changed. You still see certain imagery all over the place but I, it's the court gesture being over the peasant is so attractive they don't they say they kings and queens no they're court gestures the court gestures are above peasants they just want to be above somebody so they can you know they can they can stunt on their own man that's that's more powerful and more attractive goes to the pookie and ray ray thing y'all was talking about they they want that you know they're, they're thirsty for that they want to to be able to um to do that so when they get into the industry and they figure out what it is they need to do you know some of them fold but i don't know man these millennials as many of them that's dying these rappers i feel like they know i feel like they know and they're open about them. <laughs> The industry i feel like it's just like okay because i mean i got some stories about some artists saying they would give up folks and i'm just like bro like do you even know what you're talking about like you talking no, about hey listen i i know guys what? that already have lists of people they they, they don't <laughs> i can't be mad i i mean it's i know it sounds callous and and, and harsh i know it sounds fucked up but i i I know a few indie artists right now that have a list of people they're willing to give up. And I'm like, you'll go far, you know? Yeah. And, and it's <laughs> like, and it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, what is an artist want? Like, what do you really want? Like, do you really like, is it the, 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 the insecurities, are they that big to where you, you want, your 15 minutes of fame, like you really, really want that? Really? Like you really want to be a star? Like you really want money? Like that's the only way to get money? You know what I'm saying? Like fame? Because a lot of artists, they want fame. They don't even care about the money. I was about to say, I think fame is more important to a lot of people than the money. Yeah. And and and, and the fame is like, at, at what point do do they become adults and say, what is, what is going to feed my family? What, what is going to 
take care of my children and, and generational wealth because everybody says generational wealth, but what does fame have to do with that? You can't cast a check for fame. You know, you can have a million followers and I have a million dollars, <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's, it's to the point to where um, I, I try to tell artists, hey, man, is this something you really, really want to do? Like, are you really, are you ready to go all the way with it? And if you are, that's cool. But just understand, man, this is not what you see on the outside, man. All this beef going on with Kanye and Kid Cudi and, man, that, what, his album's coming out, man. <laughs> like, all this stuff is, all this stuff is puppet, puppet stuff, man. It's all marketing. It's all smoke and mirrors. Man. It's all funny because, you know, the 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 non-initiatives on Twitter, they're like really like Team Kanye. Like they're like, oh yeah, I've been on I seen that the, the Avengers meme. You had one side Kanye, the other side Pete Davidson. I'm like, this is genius. This it's is genius. genius. That's that is marketing. Yeah, yeah. That is that is Thanos level marketing. Yeah. That's like, it's so, it's so subtle. It's so masterful that it doesn't look like marketing at all. It does not look like it. Kanye can't get into his child's uh, birthday party. It, it's, it's just masterful marketing. And you got to give it to these people, man. They are masters at their craft. They're masters of emotion, of manipulation. That's what marketing is a part of, you know, propaganda, um, what Hitler did and, you know, all, all the stuff he, that was all market, like the wizard of Oz. That is ex- somebody wrote that just wrote that in the chat. That is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, that's it is wizardry. <laughs> it is. man. so, you know, at the end of the day, uh, an artist should, in my opinion, put themselves in a in a situation where, well, I can't really say that. Let me backtrack. There's two there's two t- t- types of artists. There's the pure talent based artist that is in love with music. Mm-hmm. Then there's the clout artist. Now the clout artist could be talented, but the clout artist is is really focused on literally the clout they will do anything for it so if i was to tell artists or somebody that's pursuing just business in general are you a purist or you a clout based because people do youtube for clout you know they do a lot of stuff for, for clout um and just decide where you're at because for the purists there is a way that you can do some things independently but you just got to understand there are some glass ceilings doing it independently and you have to be okay with that and that's what i feel like a lot of artists are okay with not having their name in the lights and that's that's what you talk about all the time you was like it's a it's different when this major binds you is it's different it's totally different I, i don't think people really understand the weight of saying you're signed to a major label that shit is like it's a black card you know in in your wallet and um I and I get it. We get it. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of indie artists say the right things and not appear as 
they're just as desperate to get to the next level as anybody else. So, so this, they'll say all the PC shit. But I, you can look at the motherfuckers' eyes and be like, "No, nah, nigga, you want this? Like, I can tell you'll do you want to do." Well, let me ask you this: When you come across that artist that is so hungry, so thirsty, and maybe not in the best ways, what is your approach to them? Do you like dealing with artists like that? Does that make your job easier or harder? I'm a purist. I'm on the. I'm a Jedi that uses the dark side. I'm not on the dark side. Okay. Per se. Right. Um, that's why I tell people about the snake all the time. It's, it's, it's not about the snake being good or bad. It's about how you use it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, could I take advantage of a lot of artists that are thirsty? Absolutely. There are artists that, there are female artists. <laughs> that are willing to do some things. I, I, I would say that the female artists are way more hungrier than the men. When it comes to a celebrity, man, this, this, this is, this is what it is. An artist right now is almost a walking demigod, bro. To be honest, mm-hmm. because the way people worship these people, like they're worshiping these artists, man. It's straight up worship. Hands in the air. That's worship. When you as an artist feel and know that you can make people fall out, you can make people do whatever, that power, man, that's a lust. That is a lust. Even if it's not financial, that's a huge lust. So when it comes to artists that want that lust to have that power you know over people they're willing to do a lot of stuff man and it's not about making my job easier i'm a purist you know i don't i don't want to take advantage of them i just want to educate them on what's going to happen if um you know you get to certain levels Mm -hmm. um my job is to you know give you leverage so get your numbers up get your you know social media looking right educate you on publishing educate you on distribution deals and if you want to do a because a lot of artists they skip independent labels it's like why everybody is just it's like independent labels are right here and everybody just totally just skips it like ray charles didn't build atlantic records which was an indie label that's right that's the same atlantic records that signed cardi b I don't think artists want to be part of the building process. They want to go to an established machine. You know, um, LL's a a perfect example. He helped build Def Jam. Now, you know, majority of artists don't want to be, I don't want to help build. I want to come to something that's already established, already got this shit working. I don't want to, because that takes time. You know, help build Death Row. But I think these are rare occurrences. The majority of artists, in in my opinion, or you want to walk into a well-oiled machine, period, point blank. They don't want to spend time trying to help you figure out the kinks and the bugs and what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, that lust for power, man, is something that they admired when they were children. Like the TV is a, is a, is a, is a weapon, man. When we were kids watching 106 in Park, watching, you know, these guys on Tone BET, like that was 
damaging to a lot of the millennials. It's like I've literally talked to about 50,000 artists within the last 90 or excuse me, nine years, either on the phone or DM like real shit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm aggressive when it comes to it. So when it comes to, you know, social engineering or just knowing about our people, like I could be on a panel, like an actual real panel or virtual panel talking about our people because I've talked to so many of them. So many of our, our millennials have decided, I don't want to go to trade school, man. I want to be a rapper, bro. I don't want to do the even sports. Like it was a lot of people doing at least baseball, basketball, football. You got the basketball and football, but the basketball and football players want to rap. They want to rap. AB wants to rap. AB is rap. Say it again. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask you this. Are rappers pookies? <laughs> they are the god pookie. Rappers are god pookie. Okay, because so Michelle o, Michelle Obama says she wanted she to be wanted, Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah, 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 yeah. So she will, you know, she's an artist, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Obama. I listen to Jay Z now. It's like okay, vote for him. Like it's the they're God Pookie. They're the the God Pookie. If there's a God level tier of the Pookie, let's do Pookie tiers. I've always rapper said the rapper is the male archetype that most men aspire to be. Not all, but most. And like you yeah. said, it, you know it's bad when athletes want to be rappers or want to hang with rappers and, and you know, want to drop a mixtape. I mean, Iverson, Baron, not Baron Davis, but uh, Damien, Damien Lillard. I mean, it's it's yeah. countless, countless. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's to the point to where if, cause that's what the point I was trying to get at. It is about, I estimate 1 million rappers in America today, 1 million. And it could be more because mm. almost one out of five millennials, black men yeah. rap. Sly. Yeah. Yeah. I believe like one, one out of four. Millennials three rap or have rapped. When we talk about this high value man shit, we talk about this, you know, the top one percent man. Look, man, when it comes to black men, bro, the reason why we're not even in those percentages is because we're not even in fields that'll make us five thousand a month. Being a rapper, everybody being a rapper, that's not even gonna replace your job at McDonald's. So you okay. see things beyond the stats, because guys love quoting yeah. stats, and 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 um uh, uh gov stat. You see beyond because you see that shit in real time. You see the other yeah. side that the stats don't report. Yes, yes, because I've 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 had so many case studies. I've I've done the work. I've talked to these people. What well, everything that you all talk about is facts. The millennials are fucked. <laughs> I've told my dad this. I said, Dad, I'm a rare breed in these millennials. We're going to see some crazy. I told him five years ago, I said, with the amount of student loan debt that's going on, 
footage, many of our men being rappers, it's going to be hell when they get in their 30s, 40s. They're going to be living, still living with their parents. Mm -hmm. I predicted this, bro. Like where we're headed right now, like we, this would be a whole other, oh, separate live. We can get into it now. But where we're headed mm -hmm. with millennials and Generation Z, black men, it, 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 it's, it's, I agree with you. It, it's, it's, I don't see a way out. I don't see a way out, man. Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's a burning, it's a burning house, like you said, the manosphere. And the manosphere, the black manosphere is doing nothing for that generation. but just telling them to pump and dump, don't get married. Some of the worst things you can tell the millennials, because now they're running buck wild, plus they want to be rappers. They're going to come for you. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, you know... That's the thing, I you know, when you don't make all your money from YouTube, you're you're, you're okay, you know. But um, you know, Ramil, he's in Atlanta. I talked to him before, so we're on this we're on the same page when it comes to a, a, a lot of these things. But I just try to um, steer the boat as much as I can with whatever little influence I can I can bring. Mm -hmm. But you know, this the 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 amount of work that I've done talking to men from ages of 20 to 35 mm -hmm. in the last nine years this is documented this when i started my business was 2013 yeah yeah we're we're in a terrible position well let, let me ask you this what in what ways has marketing changed since you've been in it oh man oh when i first started or when i started uh, Instagram just really became the platform. Yeah. This was 2013. Uh, I started marketing when social media was a what the term was being used because it was just Facebook. It was YouTube. Social social media, the word how it's used, was just getting started around 2012, 2013, when people was really using it. So it's changed to where. You had one-on-one -on -one interactions with street teams, or you had a publication that you trusted you would get the news from. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So now that we're in the digital side, we have, you know, instances where influencers are now the news. So, you know, if you have an influencer that everybody looks up to and they're talking about you you know, that's their news. So we're getting news like third, um, you call that one is like third hand, mm -hmm. you know, fourth hand, you know, not second hand, second hand, third hand, fourth. And people are just going to an influencer for that. So when you market something nowadays, you have to include influencers, you have to include um, digital, um, marketing in so many different ways to where you can get your message across because you have to pierce through the noise. Like if, if it was a audio, uh, if you could mirror how many sponsored posts, how many posts it is to noise, it would be inaudible. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you, if you're trying to get your message through this noise, 
of sponsored posts of, 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 a, of a girl, you know, one booty picture, another booty picture, another booty picture, sponsored ad. Okay, scroll up. To get past the booties. A lot of scrolling, yeah. You gotta be, you gotta have something to really say and talk about. Your product gotta be good. You gotta be connected to somebody. You gotta be connected to some booty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it gotta be something that interrupts the pattern. And that's what that's what marketing is so deep when it comes to like some people when they hear the word marketing, they don't attribute it to other things. Pattern recognition. Mm. Um, when you was talking about um the frames per second, I think that was yesterday or mm-hmm. before yesterday, suggestion, mm-hmm. color magic, like all of that is under the umbrella. Yeah. Like if you wanna if you wanna get your message out, you have to use all of that stuff. All of it, you know. Um, and it's it's changed because you have multiple platforms and each platform has its own strategy. So Facebook is a community based um, social media platform. YouTube is a video community based platform. Right. Instagram is a highlight community based platform where you post the best of yourself. You know, you, you post highlights of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok is I don't have a word for it yet, um, but it's more instant than Twitter because I was going to say Twitter is a is a now instant yeah. social media platform. TikTok is a in some Chinese ultra level ultra light beam marketing. It's some it's some let's get your children at thirteen years old. And get them in into you know plugged into the matrix type. Yeah. It's some that's the most uh, you know user based website app on the planet is mm-hmm. TikTok. So they're they're I mean they're on a whole whole other level. So I, I don't even know how to because uh, it's not really community because mm-hmm. it's like comments and stuff going back and forth. Like those are the other ones. It's more of a like a. It's like a super, you know what? It's like a, it's like a popularity contest, but it's literally like a popularity contest to where anybody damn near could go viral on it. If you like, it's people I've seen on Facebook say, "I went viral for just doing something." So everybody's goal is to go it's to viral go viral, yeah, on TikTok. So it's a they made an app to where um, it's it, they have the ability to have a popularity contest in real time where it's, I'm not saying it's going to, it's fair, but you could, you're going to get, you have a higher possibility of going viral on TikTok than any other platform. Well, I was going to say that that's what social media has reduced the majority of people to is who can go viral. Do you have the ability to go viral, which really means nothing at the end of the day, but um, it's keys to the metaverse. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a pathway to, you want to get likes? Well, we'll set up these bots that look like people to reward you with, with that yeah. in the metaverse. Like we're talking about 50 years, hundred years, you know, down the line, people will think that their experience is real, but it's all manufactured. So if you want to have your own universe of people that give you comments, likes, thumbs up, 
will create that entire thing for you. So you're the God of your metaverse universe. Mm. I'm just theorizing right now. I'm going, but that's what I'm, that's what people want. And that, and you know, with, you know, people wanting something, it brings it into fruition. So everybody's kind of wanting that. So we went all the way, but this is why I follow you, bro. Cause like, you're the only person that can, you know, see it. You let know, let so. me ask you this. Do you get a lot of conversations of people not in the business asking you, why do you do this? Knowing these artists may face a certain result or outcome that may not be, be beneficial to them. Do you still entertain those conversations? Say it again. You so said do you, how, how often do you have conversations with people that's not in the business and they'll ask you, yo, why, why are you, why are you in this business, man? You know, it's evil. And so, um, someone okay. in a, I, I mainly want to raise this question to you. So, uh, sunshine 50, she said, she, she said, uh, so many people, so many are dying or getting killed. So I don't understand why they would get into the business. See, that's a conversation I don't have with people not in the business. Cause you'll never understand. Yeah, because, you know, being a former artist, everybody has a form of trauma. Everybody has to have a release. It's almost like a, I had a conversation with somebody um, a few years ago saying that black people's, cause every, I feel like every race has their quirk or their superpower per right. se. Right. Black folks have a creative superpower that is their their gift and curse. We're so creative that we will take trauma and create with that instead of go get help, instead of go get therapy. I've asked artists on live. I went real deep. I said, hey, would you trade in your music career to feel better about yourself, to erase that trauma from yourself? They said, yes. But okay, so if that's the case, why are you not pursuing that? So when it comes to our people, you know, the gift and the curse of being creatives, the way we are, um, it's almost impossible for me to stop somebody wanting to pursue this because that's what we do. It's almost like if, if, if it, that's why it's hard for us to listen to each other because in our creative mind, we're thinking it's another way. So when they listen to me, when they listen to you, you know, uh, 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 the Grand Inquisitor, things like that, they hear what they hear what we saying, they hear what y'all saying, but the creative mind is saying, ah, I can do something else. I can do something different. That's my theory of why we we always are. That's why we leave genres behind. We can't stick to rock. We can't stick to jazz. We can't stick to country. We always got to do something else, but it's a curse to that because we leave it behind <laughs> like the pyramids. We leave those behind, <laughs> leave this behind. Well, we did the family thing for cool. Devil. We were successful in that. It's almost like a, a mutation or a type of evolution or devolution that we just have that is to our gift and our pro and con, our detriment sometimes. That's so that's, that's how I look at it, bro. Uh, no, that's a super huge point because every Black theory. History Month, it turns into constant reminders of what Black people created. Yeah, but we don't care. But we don't yeah. care what we created. We don't yeah. care. So that's deep. I never thought about the creative aspect. This need to always want to care, bro. Yeah. So bro. think about. So think about it. Think about it, right? 
if we were civilized for all this time, we like, that would be, I'm bored of being civilized. Let's be uncivilized now. You know, let's 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 date the same the same sex. Let's 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 be niggas. Let's be them. Yeah. Let's really do it. Let's really do it. Like yeah. I'm tired of being gods. Let's really be niggas. Let's do it. I'm tired of it. You know what I'm saying? I want I want something fun. I want something exciting. I want something different. You know, and and I feel like that is. It, I don't I don't like it, but it's like maybe that's our programming. Maybe that's what we were designed to do was to always push the envelope because listening to you, you always said we're the archetype to push agendas. Mm -hmm. They use us to push agendas. So even though a lot of us weren't particularly, you know, uh, you know, the rainbow guys, but they got to put one of us as the head rainbow guy to push everything that they got going on. Right. So it's almost like, we're they use what they already know about us against us to use their agenda so let's just say what it is man it's just that's just how i see it maybe it's not that deep maybe it's deep no it's it, no you really we just plant <laughs> we we just scratching the surface you know for the general public yeah. but no i mean because you've seen the dark side of this shit. I've talked to so many of them, man. man. It's like I, 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 it's not even something I'm pulling out of my ass. Like I've, I've literally studied our people in, in, like, as a backdrop to my business because I'm on the phone every day. I'm listening to everybody. I'm hearing all their stories. I'm hearing them talk about all these experiences. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, because I'm an audio, uh, our uh, oral, you know, with the ear oral person, so. I'm a musician. I'm hearing, I'm hearing the tone of their voice. I'm hearing everything is real stories. I'm looking at their pages. I'm, I'm seeing, I even, you know, help them with credit. So I'm seeing the backdrop of their credit scores and helping them with investing. And I'm seeing how much we don't know that I'm like, well, why is this happening? So it, I'm just creating these theories or these, 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 if it's prophecy or whatever, I don't know, bro. Minister Jap is in here, man. Oh, shout out to Jap. Shout out to him. The, the church Minister is Jap. in the building. Yeah, Minister Jap Network. Church. Hey, Jap, just... be going inside. you be like, damn, Jap. Shout out to Jap. Church is in yeah. the building. It is Sunday. <laughs> so, um, I was going to say, like, you, um, as a marketer, he said, "Where your, your super chat?" Oh, uh, it's it's currently demonetized the channel, so anything will have to go through uh, Cash App or uh, PayPal. It's all through the website. So at the scrolling at the okay. top, if you guys want to donate, um, dollar dollar sign Superfly seventy five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was going to ask you. Basically, you are a sociologist. You know, okay. if if you if you really think about it, because your your boots to the ground you're dealing with these people you're dealing with the test subjects you are hands-on with the test subjects and the right. only thing between you and, and a sociologist is minus the degree but you are you are dealing with these people they make these reports about and um right. i think your perspective as a marketer I, I don't it needs to be more highlighted i don't think people give yeah. marketers the credit they really deserve because you know the psyche of people not only just people but races of people you know who responds to what better than anybody and you you as a magician 
as a magician yes. should. Yes. And, 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 and that's the next layer of it is because I know that science too. So it's like, if we were to just understand the power of it, that's the real part, the piece that we lack. We lack how I, t- I tell my clients this and I tell my audiences all the time. The fact that you think I'm a scammer is the problem because there's so many other blacks that look like me that are, I can't escape my branding because I look black and they look black. You would be a fool to think otherwise that I possibly wouldn't be. So I break it down to them and say, Hey, look, if, if we are responsible for our own individual branding, then everybody's branding will be different. But again, the creative side, the little, it's like, ah, I want to do what I want to do. I want to, it's another way. Like when they hear you talk, oh, I ain't got to do such and such and such such in the music business. It's another way. Then they hit another wall. Then they hit another wall. Now they're crying. I didn't know it was like this. For them people, it's consistent. They don't change. They don't change their rules. We be creativizing and trying to switch it up and change the rules. Mm-mm. When you go and you deal with other folks, they're not changing the they're not changing the rules because you're so creative. You might think you're so creative that you the you know artists may believe their music is so different than everybody else's music. And I've heard a lot of music, and a lot of artists are saying the same things. They're talking about they have the same talking point talking points. Everybody's a demon. <laughs> Everybody. Did you ever so think we like, would come to a, a god and now we're demons? Did you ever think it would come to a point where um, artists would embrace that that side of, of of I guess of duality to to the to this extent where they would outright call themselves a demon? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, I'm I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, bro. Um, you know, you know doing the whole Ferguson riots and stuff, I seen the change. Okay. We're talking about 2014. 2014, we had Chief Keefe out. Chicago was was running the industry. I remember. Black Lives Matter was just getting started. It was a real crazy rift that was going on. Okay. I first saw it seeing as a you said is a so- sociologist. Yes, you called it. Yes, I'm not. I'm not look that one up. I, I appreciate that 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 uh, that gym. I gotta research that. What you know that whole thing is, but um, I seen the first usages of the demon emoji on people's comments on people's uh, the devil emoji. You know mm-hmm. the, the purple horns. Yeah. I start seeing it in the comments. I start seeing it on titles, just regularly being used by Christians, right? Majority people are Christians, mm. so I'm like, why are people use why are people using this devil emoji? And it, it, it shocked me because I'm just like, you know, what what you know? It was just weird because you know people who are more so doing things evil or whatever you consider bad or whatever they don't really be outward about it. Right. Right. It's usually in the dark. Yeah. So somebody just put that devil emoji in the chat. <laughs> That's it right there. It wasn't, it wasn't so cool to just put that up there. And then it got attributed to sex. Okay. Whenever you want to, 
do something to a girl or whenever a girl's horny, she puts the devil emojis. So I start looking at this stuff like, what is going on? Like this, this is this the it's got to be something in the music that demon time, that drill, that whatever they put in them, put in the I don't know if they put it in there in the music or whatever, or just it was just the de evolution or whatever is going on that it was so easy to do that. Uh-huh. And 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 I really seen the progression. Um, of individuals using evil as a, you know, you got Trippy Red, you got Lil Uzi Vert, you got, you know, you start seeing the music videos, people doing eye symbolisms, and it was like cool to be evil to a certain degree. Well, once once Beyonce got a hold of it, I was like, ah, shit. And then, yeah. but in in your opinion, was that organic, or was was that the youth just being the youth? You know, I feel like the rebelliousness is when you have a when you have a group of lost people become rebellious, they'll do anything, man. They'll rebel. Like if you still study history, people have rebelled and done some of the most backward ass shit because they just don't agree with who's running things or their own uh, arrogance or ego get the best of them, man. These people, these people literally can, can curse their mother and eat, they cho- eat their own children. I've, I've, I've seen it in history, read it in history. So I don't know if it's a cycle thing where we're just in one of those cycles or where it's leading us, mm-hmm. but um, it, it's to the point to where, uh, yeah, we're, we're on demon time so to speak it, it we're clearly i mean you start saying even though we know you know 666 is the, the, the science behind it but just for the people who don't know the science was using it you know the, the six-pointed star the baphomet who don't know the science of it was just using it like yeah you know that's what we doing i'm just like but but you go to sunday school bro like you go to but, but why, why are you doing this it's, it's, it's rooted in in the rebellion you know, oh, somebody said, as, uh, okay. oh, yeah, Little Wayne, he did when he did Lollipop. Yeah, for sure. That was 2008. Yeah. Somebody said that. Um, is it, is it your opinion that this is probably a natural progression or de-evolution? Because all things, everything, everybody has their, sh- their moment at the top. Because I've always said that black people, we've already peaked. Now we're on the de- decline. I've always, I've been saying this and you did, you did, you, you never convinced me otherwise. You did. You did say that you said it was, I don't know if you said it, but how I feel it was our turn. It was our, we had a turn. Caucasians had a turn. Yeah. The Asians is their turn. Okay. I feel like it's Asians turn. Um, to be honest, I feel like I have said a lot of reasons why I believe it's their turn to rule. We're on the same page, but let me ask you this: <laughs> in 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 your eyes and in, in your line of work, have we hit rock bottom, or is it going to get much worse for, for us as a people? Is this the I worst gotta, as it can get I at got, this point? I got I to ask you a, a question on rock bottom. Do you do you believe in the rock bottom bungee cord theory, where you hit rock bottom and then you you bounce you bounce up like it would take 
the, the generations of generations and generations and then there's a generation that says enough is enough and then we go back up I, I don't I honestly don't no, see us going back up bro I mean <laughs> okay I'm only saying this because if I got to look at the next two generations uh, I'm looking at we're looking at millennials we're looking at Z's they're they're not they have no interest in wanting to uh rebuild anything or maybe the because oh man I don't, I don't i don't know if it was a live that y'all did but we was talking about how a lot of generation z men don't like black women they're dating outside i'll, I'll so say it's gonna be it's gonna be mixture maybe I'll that goes into it's it's even become worse a lot of these young men don't want the responsibilities of being a man Think about it. Who? I, I'm a. I'm, let me put it in this proper context. Would you want to take a job where you know it's at the end of the oh. day, you're just working to make sure everybody else but yourself is taken care of. You don't get no recognition, no rewards. You're just a mule, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I that that's how I liken fatherhood, being a man. It's just you're a fucking mule for your community. And then yeah. when you keel over and they put one in the back of your head, they half-ass bury you. You don't get a headstone. And there it is there. And you're supposed to be like, that That was a man. That was a man. What do these youngies <laughs> want to do? Maybe, I, I, I feel like it's that, but I also feel like it's the, uh, ooh, what's the name of that movie? I, yeah, I was just talking about it, man. When you, when you, when you become a, um, damn, you go to sleep and your other version wakes up. Okay. What's that movie? Yeah, we pick one. <laughs> With uh, damn, it's a um, it's like a a, a a robot you, but you go to you lay down, you go to sleep, and then but you wake up in this other body avatar thing. Surrogates. Surrogate. Okay. Maybe that's what the metaverse is going to be, to where everything is going to be like that, to where it's just rock bottom. But you know, you I guess whoever has the opportunity to want a different world, they can just be plugged in or come out as a sleeve mm-hmm. of yeah, something yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's the one I'm thinking it would, it, it would be, but it's like, damn, I really hope it's none of that shit. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you this. You have a, you have a society of people that have been ingrained, like you said, to be, to want to become court gestures. Yes. There's no uprising coming out of that. And what is it called? Uh, what is that? Uh, something to the king, the paw over the joint, over the urn. What do you call it? Oh, uh, uh, okay. Now it depends. Advisors. On yes. Advisors. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, you. So we calling ourselves kings and queens. We are advisors and gestures to the king. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't. I don't un, until a generation wants more, which. I don't know how you get a generation to want more than the previous in the way that it's going right now. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll, yeah. I'll do you one better. Let's look at the welfare community, the welfare, the welfare generations. They, there's no uprising there, right? No. You, you have, you have, I know grown people that have had their mother's section eight 
willed to them. Right? Whoa. Yeah. 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 It's like, man, it's like, it's yeah. like, okay, get the chain off of mommy, put it on me. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop it. Don't get that chain to nobody else. I know three, I know three women right, right now that have had their section eight will to them. Their mothers have passed. I know three women and they're pushing 50. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a dog then, right? Why would you bite your master that's feeding you? Never. You know, you wouldn't. No. Yeah. So I guess the only only choice was would to be to uh inbreed, breed us out. That's who who said that? Was that you or truth? I, I, said, I, yeah, I think it was you. I don't see that happening. I mean it's just it's too many of us to, to breed out, but you can breed a certain <laughs> mindset. Now, if you were to go with right. the with the with the, the mulattoes, the the new buffer class, they have a particular mindset to where they're they would not see themselves as either or, but as their own special, unique race. And then they have, would they have their own agendas and their own wants and needs, which right. wouldn't align with either one. But at the end of the day, they would still be beholden to whoever's in power, right? <laughs> this comment got me laughing. He said, uh, why is he said when I saw Bobby Smurder button dancing on the table Listen, it's over. how many times have we seen that though like i've been in a and r meetings when the artists will come in and jump on a fucking that's nothing new man these niggas was doing backflips and shit <laughs> you know i mean the baby this nigga performed in a pamper what are we talking about yeah <laughs> that's what, what are we what are we talking oh about my God. yeah I, I think uh who somebody said about reparations oh my god that their reparation money will be gone in two years probably a year so even if we misspend it we should still get it do you agree even if we misspend it ah because man if you're old you're old right i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking optics Right, but I'm thinking how other people view us. They'll look at us even worse if we lose it. Like if if, if I do something with it, would uh-huh. would 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 I expect the rest of the rest of the races of people to look at me as an exception, or you, or the handful, the one percent of us that do right by it, but the ninety nine percent act a fool? Like, what are the branding re- repercussions of that? To say they got it all back. And they lost it again. Well, the running joke is they'd expect it, us to give it back to them, right? The Chappelle, right. the Chappelle skit. Everybody got reparations. What happened went up. Everybody bought Cadillacs and Newports, <laughs> and everybody built a studio, started a record label or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I believe that the stimulus check was a preview. Yeah, it was a preview of what we would do with reparations. Nobody invested. Nobody, you know, saved it. At least, you know, no. What what what, what did black folks do with, with 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 the with the stimulus check? Buy more stimulants. <laughs> I mean, if you're old, you're old. Would I expect the majority of black folks to, to to piss it off? Then yeah, but at the end of the day, yeah, the whining would have to stop, and they'll find something else to whine about. Do you think it should be in cash, land, no taxes, or, or at free education? 
Um, they don't. Okay, majority of black folks don't want free education. So you can take that off the table. They they want something they can hold in their hands. More than likely, they want cash. Um, the land that's debatable. I would say a little bit of both cash and land. But then if you, if you mention land, well, you think about all the black folks that sold their parents' homes, their grandparents' homes for the money, and now you complain about gentrification. Well, hell, you helped usher that in. Yeah. So give them the cash. Let them let them funnel it back into into the economy right back with the, with the black dollar stays in the black community what six hours that's the running the, the running joke six now hours. six hours they say asians 30 days europeans 20 to 24 days and that black community when you get your check oh that's what they mean they yeah. they, they 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 charting it when you get your check yeah and they check be gone in six hours well and, and not only that, in six hours, it goes to someone else's community and not yours. Like, we don't right. practice black economics oh to God. that. You know what I'm saying? But here's another problem. How many times have you dealt with, you are a, a business, right? Yeah. How many times have you dealt with your people and there's been bad business? Oh, man. Um, I can't even go to barbershops anymore because when they figure out who I am and what I do, the hate is overwhelming. The conversations that they talk about, I can't even, I can't even, I can't, I can't even take, I can't even stomach it, man. I'm talking about my generation, the millennials. It, 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 well, it's give, just terrible. If you don't mind, give me, give, give us some insight. Okay. <clears throat> when they find out that I'm a marketer, right? Or when they ask me, yo, what you do? I usually, I used to lie, but I mean, come on, man. That's just ridiculous to lie to get that freaking haircut. Um, be like, yeah, man, I'm in school and I've been in school for like five years, right? But I'd be like, yeah, man, um, I'm, I'm, I do marketing, you know, I help businesses and, you know, artists, you know, grow their business and grow this and that and third. Oh, you can help me with my barbershop? Oh, shoot, man, well, shoot, I could do this, 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 and, you know, I need some more customers and I need some more this, that, and the third, and that we could do this and this, and I know business and, oh, stocks, and, oh, you into crypto, and, oh, and it just go on and on and on, Then you got the next dude over to the side, he, he sizing you up, he's like, ah, he don't do that for real, he just wants you for your money, so what you charge, and the whole barbershop staring at you about your prices, and I'm just like, man, I just want my haircut. Oh, let me see Instagram. Let me see your social media. Oh, you verified. How much for the blue check? It's just going to a whole, just like when I go to family gatherings and shit, mm -hmm. just asking me what I do. Because I was vegan for like 10 years. I'm not vegan no more, but I was vegan for like 10 years. Uh, people just ask you questions about what you do, how you so different. It's like, it's like we're so creative, but when we see another black person that's different from us, we don't like the shit. But eventually everybody likes anime everybody likes playing video games when i was in school that was lame as shit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah you you're not into crypto now but you probably will be later or you you know you might see me in a dragon ball z shirt or something like that you know but you know your kids are watching dragon ball the old dragon ball z shows on your subscription mm -hmm. you know it's just it's like we're so creative but we're so like not at the same time when it comes to certain things to where I don't when it comes to like I said my generation being a boss is the thing being the man is the thing not being a man it's about being the man 
is more important than being a man in my generation. Mm. It's, it's very, very difficult for somebody that's 29 to navigate with people of my age. Very, very difficult. Um, even in Atlanta, very, very difficult because you might be very, very intelligent, but you're into stuff I'm not into. You're into, you know, uh, Atlanta stuff. <laughs> but you might be the upper echelon black dude. But you might be into, you know, parties, certain parties, you know, where women aren't allowed. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a whole nother. And that's our top of the top. And it's like, oh. Do they do they still have the uh like the elite um get togethers every once once a year down there still? Like all the I'm pretty sure they do. I know um, they change locations, but I know they still have it somewhere in Atlanta or they it used to be in Atlanta and then it got too big and it got where it got out and then it they yeah. kept moving it to different locations, so I it's still going on because I'm I still hear about industry parties okay. And, okay. and stuff. So it's still it's still a thing, and, and you know, like I said, people are so thirsty. You know, they have come just to be sputted out, just to be just to be involved. Like I, I knew a guy who um was one of um uh, one of artists artists. <laughs> um, he was like paid like five thousand for a woman to do whatever he wanted. She wanted to do with him at the that's, at the parties. That sounds about Atlanta. That sounds about yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> So whatever, like, yeah, man, she, you know, she do. I, I, and I've never been, and I won't go to any of those, but I know people who do. Yeah. And it's just like, they, that's their thing, you know? So <clears throat> when, when it comes to our, 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 our people and in, in, in the music business and everything tied up, it's just, it doesn't look good. But as a beacon of hope, just like you, some people might ask you like, yo, why do you do this? Why do you? You know, it ain't like we're going to have millions of people view us. Why, why do you do this? It's like it's for the 1% of people who get through, you know, shit. You know, e- even though the 1% is not enough turnover rate to, to really justify it, but yeah, still do it just because, you know. It's um, like why? It's like I can't, maybe I'm programmed to be like this. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You come across a lot of black execs in the music business, right? I, I think yeah. music is probably one of those industries where you see more black people in higher positions than you would in wall street, pharmaceuticals, um, finance. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, but, um, how much do you blame those black execs for the culture of the the music at this point? Like you can only blame Jimmy Iovine for so long. You can only blame, um, Lior and, 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 um, the guys over at Universal for so long, like you can only make that them scapegoats for so long. What say you to that? Black men, like they want to have daddies, man. They want to have a daddy that they got to answer to that's gonna pay for everything. They want a daddy, real shit. You know, you 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 think these guys have power and they don't, and it lets you down, and it just be like, bro, you ain't got the, you ain't got no power. Like you got all this money, you got all this influence, but you ain't got no power. Mm. It's like, damn, bro. Like, how? Like, it's almost like they give the money to the ones that they know ain't gonna ain't gonna do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna really ain't gonna really buck the system or just. It's not even really bucking the system. It's just, I mean, you can't. 
you can't just do a little bit. I don't know if that's the rules to some of these people. Like you can't do anything for your own. You can't do it. Like it, I don't think it's like it can't possibly be like that. Because I, when I look at other industries, they're doing something for their community. I'm talking about just some things like their own legit schools that aren't funded by other races, like their own, like what, uh, what Umar Johnson say he's trying to do, but really do like really self-funded. They well, yeah. have those. Wait, the guy, what's his name? King Randolph? Is that his name? Who has, who actually has his own school has been doing it for a few years. I believe yeah. he got pushed back from uh, Roland Martin. Um, it's, it's been done. It's being done. It's, yeah. But when you get elders that disrespect the movement and you know, it's like, well, why even bother at this point? Even if they'll, you know, it's like when you find out, uh, shit, what's the dude that was over Frank Lucas? Um, um shit. Was it, was it, was it bumpy? Not bumpy? Bumpy Johnson. Was it bumpy? Okay. Yeah. When you find out Bumpy Johnson was working for them folks, when yeah. you find out it's like, it's like, it's like, he like, it's like it's almost like a, a, a letdown, man. I, I, I've been around a lot of millionaires, bro, that are just, they don't have no balls, man. They just got a lot of money, bro. A lot of money, no balls, bro. It's like, I don't know if that's a part of it. It's like, I give you the money in exchange for them. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, you can't, you can't say, oh, well, they didn't have nothing. Well, a lot of other races didn't have nothing as well. And they still climb up the ranks and they're doing stuff. So I don't know what our issue is with, 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 with the black elders or the black execs, you know, because <clears throat> just a, just a insight for anybody who cares about signing to somebody. When you sign to a rapper, the rapper is not spending no money on you. They basically have you under a contract. So when daddy say he wants you, he get a piece of that. Yeah. The only guy that I know that was paying was Young Dolph, rest in peace. I had a client who was about to get signed to him for 200000 right? He was a client for like four months. He was, you know, telling me some updates about the service one day. And um, he was on a very, very cheap plan, but he was getting hundreds of thousands of views on his own. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, man, I'm paying you this money. Like, why am I getting that? I'm like, bro, if you here, and you pay me a little bit of money, that's like putting just another layer right there. It's not right. going to take you off. Yeah. He was like, yeah, man, because, you know, I'm trying to, you know, artists, my artist trying to get, you know, sign a young Dolph. I said, sign a young Dolph. I said, okay. Um, so how long you been in talks with this? He was like, yeah, we've been in talks for like three months. I'm like, shit, bro, we've been working for four. Like, why didn't you tell me? He was like, I don't know if I want to take the deal because um, Dolph just wants to, you know, have a last say on the music that comes out. Like mm-hmm. he wants to pick the songs mm. and he's, and he's going to give you 200,000. I'm just like, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure he wants to pick the song. So when he presents you to empire or whatever label, you know, you have a decent project. I'm, I'm thinking, right. I'm, I'm like, pick the songs. Like, that's not like he going to have you do some Katy Perry stuff. I'm like, just, it's 200,000. Bro, two weeks later, he passed away. <laughs> two weeks later, Young Dolph was out of here. 
you know what? <laughs> Guess what? You get no deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, see, once again, the naive, naivete of, of indie artists, like, yeah, we have listening sessions where we will fight and argue over the playlist of, of, a, of an album. Like, that's, that's regular shit. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, look, look at the Motown movie. If everybody didn't raise their hand, it, it wasn't a hit. Up on That's the right. Song. It wasn't a hit. That's right. And I'm like, I like that. I'm like, bet, you know. But you know, I, what's your theory on why Motown went down or why it's not relevant anymore? Uh, it's the same thing that uh Russell Simmons had to do with what they did with Barry Gordy. They made him sell out, sell it off. They kept him on as acting president for a while. Um, same thing with Bob Johnson. Like, you mean to tell me you want to give up? This megala, mon, you know, this megalith of, of a corporation just to buy a basketball team and play with airlines and shit. Like you shape and create minds and mentalities. There's nothing greater than that. Uh, you have the minds of your people. Do right? you believe that was forced? Like, yeah, I believe. I believe they're all forced out at some point. Because yeah. it comes back. It comes back to that. Why even try if they're gonna burn down Black Wall Street again? Well. Okay. What, what, at what point is it to where, okay, Sly, you know, look at Barry Gordy. He he was forced. And look at the, you know, Black Wall Street. It was burned down. Like, what percentage of that is like 100%, 50%, 70% true? What, what's your take on that? Um, in, in those cases, Barry, Russell, Bob, I mean, 70%. I mean, they didn't have a choice. I mean, to be honest with you. I mean, if you look at Russell as the as the probably the worst way to go out, mm-hmm. you know, Leor started off as the fucking roadie for Run DMC. Now all of a sudden, Google Music, bruh. Twenty years later, you have to sell your stake to him, and he doesn't take your calls. Like that's the ultimate like bitch move. Like nigga, you ain't shit. We gave it to your fucking former roadie. Yeah. So is it is it almost a um, a, it's it's like we have so many so many so many things against us because I remember I, I watched a video with the Hawaiian guy who had the uh the king who had to lay down. Yeah, they just... all do. Yeah, I man, listen, I, I I guess if if the only solace if you can take away from it is what, look look what I built, and yeah, I no longer have it, and I really can't give it to my kids, but I built that. I mean, that's your real only solace to take away. I don't know if it's worth it at the end of the day, to be honest with you, because now you look at what BET has become. You look that's at what... what the, yeah, it's... It, it's like, were they forced to sell it to Viacom? Yeah. I mean, look at Robert Smith. Like, people don't want to talk about Robert Smith, right? The only thing people talk about Robert Smith is, oh, he he's paying for everyone's... um paying their loans off people forget he's a federal informant that means for life yeah yeah he's a federal informant i don't give a fuck what is he's a billionaire that's great he's a federal informant people tend to overlook that shit you're focused on who is who what his wife looks like i don't give a fuck if she's white or latina he's a federal informant (laughs) they're waiting for it they're waiting to extradite his former partner in a fraud case, what are we talking about? <laughs> That's and I was going to ask you. You've yeah. had chances to work with the labels on on in the major labels. 
Is it more yeah. important for you to stay independent and keep your own? Or do you not That's sometimes be like, focus. okay. But yes, yes. And I mean, we talked about that before, it's, but it's, it's, it's so frustrating because your people, by the branding aspect, they, they, they need the lights. They need the validation or you to be validated by somebody to, for them to even rock with you. Yeah. So, you know, if Def Jam wasn't <clears throat> connected to, I believe, Universal, is that what they're connected to? At, at the end, that when it's still, I think it's still being distrib- uh, distributed by Universal. It used to be Polydor, right. and it was something else, yeah. and then Universal pretty much bought everybody out at that point, and then it became Def Jam. Oh, it used to be right. Island, and it went to Island Def Jam, and then it went right. to Def Jam Universal. Yeah. So if they don't see people that don't look like you, don't look like us, and, and if they're not involved, they don't look at it as official. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes I'll be like, man, I wish I just had, you know, that basically my cake and eat it too. Like I can get the marketing that the labels have, mm-hmm. but just not be signed and contracted with the, with the labels. Yeah. But, but you know, how people want, you know, because um, they don't know what they really are asking for. They're like, like I want I, I want to work with somebody who's in the industry, but it's like how deep are they in the industry? Because if you get too close to them and you're their friend, so I always tell y'all about that shit. <laughs> but if you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a lost cause, man. Well, it's a I, lost I, cause, bro. I, I hate being a doom and gloom guy. I hate saying at the end of the day, they're going to win because they've always, you know, I, I hate, I don't want to be that guy, but point to me right. where they don't win. Show me. Right. Right. Show me where you don't have to use their products and services, their avenues of, of media and to, to exploit your product. Find me an alternative and I'll shut up. Right. You know, cause, cause even, cause even if it's like, I don't know, uh, if you, you know, if you're, you know, well-versed in, in the crypto space, but let's talk about decentralization. Okay. DeFi, yeah. yeah. Right. Cause I don't know if you've seen my mentor, I always, Shout them out on my on my on my Instagram or whatnot, but DeFi is basically what they're trying to say is the way for you to have a website that they can't take down. Right, right. It's yeah. it's more secure than quote unquote the dark web or whatever. But this is the thing: <clears throat> what people don't understand, Verizon, AT and T, all these internet providers can just shut down access to like the locations of where those router signals are coming from. Like China can literally ban social media sites. Mm -hmm. They can do the same thing if they know um, this particular site or whatever is going through that particular uh, internet source. You would have to create your own internet server situation that's outside of AT&T, dial-up, all that shit to get into the internet. You have to literally create your own motherboard, so to speak, outside of uh, their system, mm-hmm. but still use their electricity unless you generate that. So, it, it, it you know, it's almost that <clears throat> the thing where, okay, the, the run, the, the, I'm pretty sure they had these conversations with people who want to run away from the slave, the, the slave plantation. Okay, if we run away, where are we going? 
no food, no connections, no this and that. I understand what you're saying, but where are we going to go? I'm pretty sure they, they had conversations like that because that's what we're talking about in 2022. It's like, yeah, you don't want to have Wall, Black Wall Street burned down. Well, that means you have to have an entire system within a system. It's very, very difficult. Well, and, with, and, with, with the state of our organizational skills. And I like what you're saying because say we had another a Black Wall Street. Okay, do we have a Black military to, to defend it on top of anything? Because you're going to need a, right. a, a bunch of boot, a jack boot thugs to, to defend it. You know, and who are you going to recruit? Call, and you can't call the blacks that were in the military sellouts because you're going to need their ass to train you. There it is there. There it is there. <laughs> um, before I let you go, can you give yeah. us some horror stories that that's, that's uh, beyond the statute of limitations? <laughs> beyond the statute of limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what at what depth of oh, uh your, your discretion <clears throat> well <clears throat> oh wait nick taylor says fun fact dial up still works military facilities and the post office use it as a fail safe backup yeah okay that's what's up grab, um, a, grab a grab a cb you know grab a uh, a two-way radio yeah yeah people talk about it like grab your own uh satellite whatever launch it okay um so a horror story what i consider a horror story i I do a light one um it was an artist that i worked with uh i would say 2015 to 20 i want to say 17 or so 2015 about two years or so um he had a situation with um a uh, artist in the industry that was pretty well known, um, had multiple platinum platinum hits. He was that dude, used to wear the um, Band-Aid right there. Uh, <laughs> okay, no names, no names, but I know who, yes, I'm listening. <laughs> so the one everybody's talking about, you know, weirdo stuff. Uh, I don't know if you know, he got like a little porn that just leaked. I've seen it's it. Weird. I mean, I've seen the reactions of it. I... Yes, yeah, very weird. Um, so yeah, so he was connected to him and, um, you know, nothing was really going the way he wanted it. So, uh, producer who's pretty popping now connected us to do some of his marketing. Mm -hmm. So we started doing his marketing and stuff. Um, he releases a project 2015, um, you know, let's talk to the manager the manager's like, okay, um, you know, I say I'm paying you this much and this much and stuff. And I'm like, look, bro, I'm you paying me a management fee. I'm having you pay Facebook, pay Google. Like, I'm not managing none of this. This is not what I usually do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sitting with him at the computer because I'm like, I need an example. So this guy <clears throat> gets to the point where he tells me how much he's spent. He tells me that he got finessed into paying for a tour to open up for two chains for $20,000. But this is the kicker. His artist was performing when the lights was on and people were coming into the the, the venue and called it a tour. Wow. Okay. It was $20,000. He also, while we're working, 
he gets the uh, I want to be the man syndrome that most black men have. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm paying you and you using him as a, a, you know, example to get more business. He wasn't liking that, even though I'm not really getting no money, but I'm getting money saying I'm working with this guy mm-hmm. who had a little bit of buzz or whatever. Right. <clears throat> so he kind of starts playing me to the left and tells me that he's working with a lady who is going to be his PR rep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he tells me her job is to uh, do a DJ pool thing in the Chitlin circuit, do a Chitlin circuit. This is the craziest shit ever. And it's not even, we not even to the climax do a Chitlin circuit run of the guy's music in the Southern part of, 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 of America, right? Mm-hmm. South. Uh, he has to pay for her rental vehicle, her hotel and food while she's going to different cities. Okay. The proof that she has that these DJs are playing the songs she takes a 15 second story of her in the DJ booth at a club playing a song. Five people are in the strip club, 15 maybe are there just to show, hey, your, your songs are in circulation, right? And I'm like, he's telling me this and I'm like, bro, like, you know, this is like, this is like scammy, bro. Like, this is, this is wrong. Like you paying her, you talking about five, $10,000 for all of this stuff that you just you just paying he like yeah i know you know but uh i'm doing it because you know she said he she connected and all this type of stuff so i'm like all right cool <clears throat> couple years go by i'm not really working with them anymore i moved here um he gets signed to atlantic records he signed to atlantic records <clears throat> his deal was fifty thousand up front another 50,000 with the album being turned in. So I said, okay, now mind you, I'm talking to the artist, like checking in with them, seeing what's going on, um, which is, I'm sorry, he got signed 2019. I was looking at his Instagram, seeing what was gonna happen. Like, okay, I, at least I got this dude as a, uh, you know, somebody said he big simping. Yeah, he was <laughs> simping for the girl, <laughs> for sure. Uh, uh, you know, I'm like, I, at least I can say I worked for this guy because he, he signed to Atlanta Records. I'm like, cool, bet. But the year goes by, I don't see nothing. 2020, get in contact with him. I'm like, so what's going on, man? You know, blah, blah, blah. He tells me the details of the deal. He like, yeah, it's 50000 Um, You know, this, that, and the third. But it went all to my manager. And I'm like, okay, so where's the album at? He was like, uh, you know, they say I got to turn it in for the other half. And the dude messed up the money in the streets. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. You got to tell me what's going on. He's like, bro, I had to get a job, bro. I got my first job in like 20 years or something, 15 years or some shit, bro. I cried, bro. I'm like, bro, hold on. You got to slow down, bro. What happened? So he was like, yo, <clears throat> I was in the meeting in New York at their office. He was like, it was the most shystiest thing I ever seen. My manager slid the AR some money. And then all of a sudden, 15 minutes later, they come back with a contract. And my manager's sweating me to sign this contract. 
And I'm like, I'm listening. I'm like, okay, okay. And he was like, yeah. So he got the 50 and he was going to flip that in the street. And when they're turning the album, I was like, like, so why isn't your album being turned in? He was like, I don't know, bro. Like, I can't get in contact with nobody at Atlanta. (laughs) He don't know. I didn't know they were still doing that. Like I knew niggas was taking their advances and buying dope and shit, and and, and that's that's nineties, two thousand. I didn't know they were still doing that shit. What? Oh, bruh. <laughs> Word. bro, that's what we doing out here still. Twenty nineteen. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, bro, this dude got felonies. <laughs> he didn't hyped it up all over social media. And bro, this is 2020. This is February, bro. When we're just hearing about the uh what's the name? Yeah. So I'm like, bro, you need to you need to move out here, bro, so we can at least get you a mixtape or I don't know if you signed to where all your rights is taken away and stuff. And I was like, the the I looked at his contract, I said the office who 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 wrote it, their law firm is here. They can look at it because they're the ones who put the um what's the name because i said maybe you have a better route he was like he was like yeah man i ain't even been i ain't even talked to my manager and such and such or whatever now the manager this is the pookie stuff the manager is the big homie to the to the artist so the family's all tied up together he don't really want he don't really want to buck yeah. too much yeah because there's some street shit going on so if he do that he liable to you know, something it. like, yeah. you know, but at the same time, his career is in shambles. The fans then moved on. He's up in his thirties. He hasn't released a project since 2015. Remember I said he released a project 2015. He has mm-hmm. not released a project for five years, but he got a deal. And now we're looking at 2022. That's seven years, seven years, man. And this dude was connected to the, uh, band-aid guy yeah. he had all this stuff going on and people be saying well I want these deals but what kind of deal do you want what kind of deal every deal every deal is different right every deal is not the same mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, and the manager was going to flip the money in the street but he said that he he fumbled it he fumbled it and I'm like and I believe that the manager doesn't want to release the music or something because or it's just weird, bro. I don't know why the the music hasn't been delivered, or if it has, they don't like it, or it was I'm just to say, a deal. I'm sure they they had to turn in something, and the label was like, "This ain't this ain't it." I don't. I, it's been 2019, bro, and the dude has a job. That's fucked up. Like that. I mean, that's kind of like the. I have no words. I have. I don't. And the dude hasn't even posted. As well, he hasn't even posted because he's embarrassed because he gotta get a job. That's and of course he got he got baby mamas and yeah he's he's out of touch with the streets. He can't go back to the streets because he out of tune with them. So he in a bind, bro. And that's light. We're not gonna get salacious today. We're not gonna turn this into time education. No, we ain't gonna do all that. We ain't gonna do that. And that's, a light, that's a light one for you. <laughs> God oh. damn. I didn't know niggas was still doing that shit. I remember niggas was taking their advances and they buy a couple bricks and 
Yeah, and he's like, well, fuck the labels. We don't care. You know, I'm like, nigga, you still sign. You owe them a record. You know, like, yeah, yeah. That was the good old days when you could do that. And... Yeah, not not when not when not these days when people running off on the plug and doing all this other shit. Oh, that's. I feel mm-hmm. bad, but I don't feel bad. But I feel bad because I, I I know guys that did that. Wow. And I try to tell artists who want to deal. Like I, I I tell them this. I say, look here, bro. I said you can pay A and R to have a label deal. Yeah. I mean, I'll stoop to have a label meeting. Yeah. But the but the label, depending on the A and R, can do some trick bag shit to have you as a tax write off deal. They can do that, bro. Yeah. And if you want to deal that bad and you so thirsty, they will just shelve you. And you got to fight to get out of the out of out of the deal because I don't know if it's perpetuity perpetuity involved I had some, yeah yeah normally what happened well the old deals would be you would have to fight for a release date or with a release quarter so the old contracts you would have to st- specifically tell the label i want to be released during this quarter and they'd be like Ooh, okay that wasn't in the, that wasn't in the deal See, at all yeah they don't come with they don't come with release dates like you have to tell them say look really, yeah yeah and you would go back and forth between the label and be like okay well you're not a, you're not a fourth quarter artist maybe a second or third and you, you 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 haggle that shit out, but for the most part, you don't get an automatic release date. No, that's what that's what's going on with Bobby Smurda, because he's being held, which will probably other things too. But because even if that is in the contract, yeah, uh, they don't he, have to honor shit. He's so indebted to to, to uh, Epic Records, like he is their bitch for life. Yeah, he's their bitch for life, and the music he's he's put out is trash. Yeah. Now, would he have been a one-hit wonder had he not got locked up? Who's to say? But as of right now, he's a one-hit wonder to me, which is better than still not, I guess, never being a, a hit. But he's he's done. Cluster dances. Come on, man. And they t- but they want to say, well, he's he's an islander, like he's from the Caribbean. Like, come on, man. Listen, all that, all that motherfucking safari he shit. Y'all better stop this shit, went, man. He wasn't doing that before. Nah. He got Oh man, his hip, his hips weren't that loose. No, them he, shits is loose. Yo, they can explain that shit way all you want, but like nigga, niggas, no, like no, nigga. They, I'm, I'm, I'm almost convinced that he's told to do this at this point now. This, this yeah. to even stay have a modicum of relevancy at this point because no one's checking for Bobby Shmurda. Nobody. He dropped the he dropped the one no. song, the two songs, duds. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. So what 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 happens to these artists when they, you know, in your in your, you know, experience, what like the 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 the, the songs that used to be popping in the '90s, like that one song that was the song in the '90s, and what happens to these guys? So like, a lot of these, the, well, yeah. they'll 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 go underground and and do shows at clubs based off the strength of that one song, depending on their relations. What happens, a lot of mistakes I've seen is when they pop, they start charging those, those, those chitlin circuit clubs, ridiculous amounts of money. It used to be like, yo, I'll pay you five to come through. Cool. Now it's like, I want 50 to come through because now you're the man. And they're like, dog, like we was here. We helped you get to this point. This is how you repay us. I see this shit too many fucking times. And when they fall back down, now the club owner's like, nah, nigga, I remember you, you charged me 50 for you to come through. Fuck you. You know? Yeah, they're not even going to book you at all. No. So I would tell artists when they, you know, right before they, they crack or they, they pop, yo, treat them people that got you the chilling circuit. Well, like 
this is why I, I think why Boosie is still winning, even though he's not mainstream. But the main his antics is like it's a turnoff to me, man. But um, oh, because that, that was going I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> But that, but see that I thought you wanted to go into those horror stories. A lot I mean, of yeah, those. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you got time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I I'm my experience, the one hit wonders. I had um, to stay away. I got away from that though. Yeah, that situation. They, they will do the club tours here and there off the off the one song. They'll still put out music underground, and you know they'd be like, hey, remember this this song coming through and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then I seen the others where they burn everybody because they, they their heads got too big. You know yeah yeah and and and, and thing about boosie man he, he's so influential to to the uh pookies like he is there he's he's the god pookie of the pookies like they they love they worship pookies are winning though <laughs> pookies are winning bro. come on down don't cut it off down boosie is big pook he's big pook <laughs> you know what I'm saying let's put let's put a word to the, the big pookie big yeah. pookie. He if he was to just say, look, y'all, we're going to just save a thousand dollars a month. If he just told the hood we're gonna do that, they would do it. Really? If it just bro, I seen him at Linux, you would have thought it was a little baby out there. Really? I can believe it. Yes. I can believe it. Yes, he's that influential, bro. He, okay. he he does more features than any rap artist out. Okay, dumb question. Artists like Booty, not Booty per se. Why don't why do they not use their influence to like kind of help change the mindset of how black people m- move and maneuver finances, things of that nature. Not even say hey, you know, not no worldwide campaign, but just start shifting the narrative here and there, just a nudge, just a little, right? Yeah. I feel like because I know him personally and he's not stupid. He just loves nigga shit too much. Okay. He loves it. Okay. He loves it. And that's why they connect with him because they know he's being genuine. He up there, hey, I need somebody to help me do this or that. That's what niggas do. He on like he on his Instagram telling, hey, I, I got a deer in the backyard, y'all. Can y'all I need somebody to go get it for me? Uh I got <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my Cause you god. know he got Cause you know he got a shit ton of acres. Yeah. Right? So and he trying to get like a weed farm thing when it when it come legal here in Georgia. Yeah. But he's he's so influential, bro. I, I it's 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 one of them things where it's like somebody said they under oath. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't know no other reason why they can't just say certain little things like that. If, if the oath is that powerful, where they just don't want. I, I mean, what's a thousand dollars a month though? It's really shit. But it's like, is it really that? Like, I I would revert it back to the Disney method. Like, out of forty eight frames, just slide in some a once in a while. That's all you need to do. You know? That's what I'm saying. It yeah. can't because that's 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 kind of like, come on now. It can't just be that. That's kind of like an excuse. Like, well, they're under oath. Like, they can't do it. Is like, he? Come on, bro. Is he still really? under Atlantic? Um, he's with Empire. 
Okay, okay, okay. Um, I, I know Atlantic Records gets a bad rep. I, I will say this once: Lior and Julie, and and Kev, they all left. Atlantic kind of went to to pot. You know, people forget when Lior and all those guys from Def Jam went over to Head Up Warner uh, Electric. Uh, Atlanta was called WIA. They were unstoppable. They were, you know, fucking with Universal's money at one point. And then when they all left to go their separate ways, Atlanta kind of went to shit. Now you see NBA Youngboy saying, don't sign Atlantic. Now you see all this, this I hate Atlanta campaign. It's like, it's the management. It's a different culture yes. now. You it's know, the, and that's why I tell artists, labels aren't the label, it's the people running it at right. the time. Right. Is, is who you're signed to. You're signed to the people at the time. Because yeah. whoever signs you might get fired or might go get a higher position somewhere else. That's right. You're left by yourself. That's right. And, and I mean, if, 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 if Jay-Z can say credit in the song and everybody lose their minds, then it, ain't, it can't be just no oath stuff where you just can't frame a little smitted. Kanye calls it Black Future Month. He, he he slides stuff in frames like they they could do they could do yeah more. the framing you can do but if you're talking about people keep saying well you know with Suge and and Jay Prince all oh, they'll never let you that was dumb on their parts because they were yeah I remember that interview in the source and they were just kind of daring everybody like we're gonna take over the industry we're gonna do this the black distribution and I'm like Gotti stuff Herb yeah Gotti and they all yeah. got raided by the feds. <laughs> yeah. a, a, what, a week or two later after the article came out I'm like they'll never let you have a black distribution company now is Jay Prince as powerful as we think now that that depends so you're you gonna have to ask people in Houston okay that's the first thing and you're gonna have to ask them old heads because the young they're like he Bubby Johnson out here that's they, See, they act like he's, he's Bubby Johnson and that's the thing these young kids don't give a fuck who you are I respect that to a certain extent you know yeah. it's just either get on with this or get out the way and you know jay yeah. prince coming out saying you know joe rogan's not a racist I, I know i know him as a person now people are like nigga come on seriously so now he's getting some pushback for that so so he's bumpy johnson yeah i, I mean outside looking in optics wise yeah he's bumpy johnson and he he, he works for them <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps he keeps everybody else in line yeah yeah he, the nigger wrangler, basically. Yeah. yeah. But so now, I mind guess, you, mind you, yeah. the story goes, allegedly, people end up getting robbed down there, and all of a sudden, he's able to get their their, their property back. Yeah, he probably got a green light. You like, know what I'm um, saying? So how does that make, make that make sense? Yeah. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like, man, this this game is like, when you, you, when you, when you, I guess when you get higher enough, you know, they pick they pick the ones that are fo going to follow the, the program that they have set up. Yeah, you still have Seems enough like um, 40 year old people that still have enough um, influence that'll f follow what a guy like Jay Prince says. Because I, I said this years ago in a stream, I said, what power does, what, what real power does Jay Prince have? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and people are like, well, you beat all those Fed cases. Did he really beat a Fed case? Like, cause I, you don't beat Fed cases like that. Not two, three times. And you know what I'm saying? There was a body found in one of his cars at a car dealership. Like, y'all better stop fucking yeah. playing with this dumb shit. You, you don't beat the Feds. And like, get, Dame, and like Dame Dash, it's like, how much power does he really have? Now, okay, let's take him off of Rockefeller. Let's take him off the Def Jam connection. But it's still Dame Dash, but it's like, 
it's like when them people get from around you, it's like our people don't really value you anymore. No matter how, what you did. Yeah. And I, I will say this for Dame. He, he has his app now that's on a streaming site. He has his own streaming site, which is dope. Nobody um, cares though. Yeah, you're right. You, nobody cares. Well, shit. Well, there, yeah. Let me, let me, let me stop. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, if 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 he and he did that apology too, so that just let you know, they got it. I, I, I guess they got the game sold up, man, because he did that apology, and I would have never expected him to do no apology. Yeah, never. So he got the whip cracked on him. So I just, I guess it's just. I guess the higher up you go, man, they, they just control more than more than we ever, we really think. I would say um, the higher up you go, the more under control you are, because now it's like the reins get tighter, you know, because right. now there's vested interest in you. Now it's like you have agenda you need to fulfill. Like, this is your quota. I need this many, this many, this many bodies per month out of you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but um, nah, I. I it is what it is. I ain't, I ain't got I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Um, do me nah, a favor. this is great, man. This okay, okay. Great. Can can you can you give give me one more horror story? <laughs> Just because you know what? Because oh. when I say when I give my shit, people be like ah, sloppy. But when other people is like, yeah. okay, maybe sloppy. Maybe he may know what he's talking about. Like nigga, I... <laughs> let's see here. There's so many light ones. There's so many ones that are short. You know, just just all in all just um artists just getting scammed i i I talk about some of the scams that's out here okay um these blue check scams are ridiculous okay can you get into that on instagram you got so many people that are thirsty for blue check bro so many people if you if you got a blue check they just oh my god you're verified on instagram i'm like yes i'm verified on instagram you know my personal page on Facebook is verified on Instagram for business though. You guys wanted to stun on people. So you've got all these bots, these people from India, these people like real people from Africa. These folk are the, are the biggest scammers on planet earth. If you send me $500, I'll get you a blue check. I'm like, bro, if you want a blue check, you got to get your PR. You got to get your Google searches. You got to get your articles. They got to search you and know who you are mm-hmm. by, with reputable articles. They tell you, you have to be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. How do you be a celebrity? You have to have articles and press about you. It's really, really simple. But you got people who are in the industry, bro, that are so thirsty for a blue check. I'm talking about athletes. I'm talking about IG models. Who already got a million followers, you know, a couple hundred thousand OnlyFans models wanting blue checks. Man, it's a it's a it's a crazy underbelly to, to to social media. I mean, you got people who literally um, are getting you know record uh, fake record deal contracts being hit up by fake record executives saying. Well, you gotta do a deposit to get a record deal. So, what type of deposit do I have to do? <laughs> well, I'm well, I'm a to get now. Well, to get a record deal, you know what I'm saying? Um, to go through our processing, 
you know, to review and to set up your LLC, I've seen this stuff, bro. People sending $5,000, $10,000 wires, bro. Western Union gift cards. So you putting a gift card, you putting the money on a gift card to give it to an, a, a, a Rock Nation rep to get a meeting, to, 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 to go through processing because processing is $5,000. And you paying for that, but you don't want to pay for marketing because it's the long way. So I call it the, it's not because most of our people won't start microwave. It's not the get rich quick. Uh-huh. It's to get, 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 get money quick, yeah. get fast cash. Cause you're, cause you're not getting rich with what you're doing. You're not getting to the finish line. You're getting fast crumbs. You know, you're getting little trinkets that you can just say, well, I was up at rock nation or look at this email. You know, I've even had artists get fooled by fake Twitter accounts messaging them fake celebrity twitter accounts getting money out of these people there's a fake boosie page that's verified they got like a million followers that's still getting people's money and it, it say like little boosie badass or some shit it's just not his account but it's mm-hmm. still getting people money it's like a promo page and people just falling for it like artists are artists are just people in general bro they thirsty it's women that are Hey, uh, you know, I just want to meet him, you know, like, I just want to get, I just want to get signed. Like who I got to like, cause like, if they want to like, you know, do this and that, you know, that's cool. You know, I just want to be, you know, I just want to be around. I want to, you know, I, I love him. Like women be doing that, bro. And I'm not even like flexing my influence to get little crumbs like that. But a lot of artists that are in these camps, they're, they don't want to be, they're, they're okay being like an entourage boy, yeah. a weed roller. Yeah. Like I've seen it, bro. Like people be thinking this cap, like, no, when when the main guy, future of them is, is tired and it's five other girls, they're going to get the scraps, bro. Yeah. They don't care that they ain't signed and they don't care that they're not, you know, no money because they can sleep on the couch. They can smoke Zaza, gas, best weed, whatever, and get the scraps of the girls. They get access to all the pills and just be in the studio with whoever. And they just live in the life, the rapper lifestyle through these artists. I see it all the time. Once again, I don't think the regular folk understand the, the, the amount of thirst that this business has a hold on people thirsty dude told me straight up he told me straight up bro i ain't got no money for real but if you can fake all my views and just make sure they don't take my shit down i'll pay it i said you 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 claim you asking me for this organic shit but when we get on the phone you talking about fake views to look good yeah there's even there's even people who put a check in a profile picture on instagram a blue check in a profile picture to act like they verified on instagram bro the thirst is real dying of thirst it's like bro like we know that's not a real verified check but you putting that in your profile like you you want this so you think about it. If the industry knows, 
if the beast is 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 hungry slash thirsty and its food is thirsty to be eaten the beast is like well shit i can literally just pick one of you niggas and i might as well have a gourmet buffet buffet line at this point (laughs) yeah so the ones who pierce through the cracks that become the Kanye's and Jay Z's and all that. At one point, we're we're a thirsty nobody mm-hmm. that we just look up to and admire and all. So, but but my 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 only part that I'm having an issue with is at what point is this real like entertainment business where there's a ceiling, or is this in all businesses where people look like us have to sell out? That's the only part I'm, because it, it's not really making too much sense. It's like they let us frolic in this, yeah, in the church world and stuff, and there's ceilings, but when it comes to tech or other industries, I don't really see these ceilings, or maybe I just don't see people that look like us in those arenas. I would say the the next best example is politics. You look at your black politicians and and especially the Democrats and what all they push. And mm-hmm. narratives they support. I mean, the whole John Henry, uh, Lewis shit before he died, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And you know, you still got people yeah. like Sheila Jackson and then Maxine Waters. Like, who who we kidding? You know? And we got a new mayor here too, a, a black dude. That's right. That's right. And no, so, he he he's getting not really getting a lot of press. How, how do you the, feel the, about the, him down there? Well, I really I I got hip to him because the female who is now working for, uh, who was the mayor's working for like CNN. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's like, that doesn't make much sense really to mm-hmm. me personally. I think thought she would go up or go to somewhere else. But the guy, um, <clears throat> at least is a, a man, <laughs> that's, that's the only good it's, thing I see. Bro. It's a good start. Yeah. It's, it's a good start. Yeah. I, I think he's, he, his main thing is uh, not having Buckhead be separate be a separate city like he, he doesn't want that to happen but i'm like bro it's it's wild and crazy up there in buckhead so you got to do something because lennox mall is a is a is a is a nigga factory isn't <laughs> um, is getting robbed out there every day buckhead's pushing to be, be, be for the zoning to become their own city correct is that's going to move forward yeah. eventually they right but he but, but he said he's against it he's trying to fight against it i don't see they're That's gonna, what I was they're gonna get what they want. They're gonna get everybody that don't look like them up out of there. Yeah. And 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 you know, Linux, I don't know if they have to close that mall or just have a crazy amount more police, but niggas will still travel to that place. Like it, 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 it's crazy, bro. So you know, I just I just hope the best will happen, even though it probably won't. And just get the you know lock arms with the people, the literally people, persons, one, two, three, four, five people that you can count on your hands yeah. and toes that you can just lock arms with and just wait for doomsday or whatever. But you know, that that's just that's where we're at. My man, that's my man, Darius Robbins, aka Mike Check Global Brother. Shout yourself out. Where can the people find you? Yes, uh, appreciate you, man, for having me on. Of course, I've been a, a follower since. Man, I can't even 
it's been years, um, <laughs> years, bro. I I can't even remember the first video. I think was the Dubai shit. I think the Dubai video. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Probably before before then, when you was in the red and black room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, the, I'm a, yeah. I gotta go back to that at some point. Yeah, the, yeah. Those days before everybody <laughs> like, oh, we love the car videos. <laughs> right. I was but I was a red and black <laughs> industry video. Them shits was like, damn, like. But uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, you guys can um, you know, check out my Instagram. I'm mainly on there. On my personal, is uh, Darius Robbins or Mike Check Global on Instagram. Um, you know, if you want to support uh, what we do or just get a consultation if you're a business uh, or an artist, you know, hit me up. Um, if you want marketing, we definitely could talk about that. Um, but first and foremost, I would just say, do your Googles, um, check me out everywhere. You will see enough to determine, uh, my integrity. If you want to even shoot me a DM or not, um, that's just how I see it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. I, I appreciate you, bro. No, I appreciate any, you. Any, I... any time, man. Any, yeah. Any no, I hate... Whatever you got going on, bro. I'll come in. I appreciate that. No, because I was, I was like, I was telling you earlier, I was like, I don't know why I didn't have you on sooner. Like, I wasn't thinking. Like, I got five or six Suck. people I didn't think of. Like, oh, shit, let me bring them on. I, it's just, you know, I'm a little yeah. slow at times, man. So, people no, said but, they uh, liked it. So, that's cool. And the Super Bowl, we did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I appreciate Thank you for all the all the wisdom and, and uh, the gems you dropped today. Sociologist, bro, you are a sociologist. Fuck the degree. <laughs> You see people, human behavior in real fucking time. <laughs> yeah. For sure. My I man. Do. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get up out here. Enjoy the weekend, bro. We'll do this yes, again. Sir. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. All right. Peace. Um, that was my man, Darius Robbins, uh, marketing guru, Uber marketer, you know. So as you do me a favor on your way out, hit the like button. I will, as I read my spiel. Uh, Superfly75, www.onthewakeofradio.com, 24-7-365. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Uh, replays can always be found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor for the replays. Thank you for everybody that came out. Hopefully you got some out of it. Out of it. Um, I surely did, as always. And uh, y'all enjoy y'all weekend. I think the Bengals are going to win. I think the Bengals, it's the year of the Tiger. I think it's the Bengals. I could be wrong, so we'll see. Y'all have a good one. Peace.